Hello and welcome to Between Mountains and Sea, a podcast dealing with what it's like to be a creative person living in northwest Wales. You are indeed listening to um, Between Mountains and Sea, and I'm back in my home base in Bangor, sitting in front of my own microphone without people parking their cars and um, petting their dogs and um, petting their children and parking their dogs and doing all the other things that holiday makers do uh, when they can't think of anything better. Um, it's been a really odd sort of set of three, four, five months now. Um, I've been remarkably lacking in any sort of creativity over that time, uh, apart from well, this. This is my main outlet at the moment, which is which is kind of strange, I suppose, for someone who's used to writing and and doing music and all the rest of it, that uh, I'm down to reading off a piece of paper uh, and uh, talking into a microphone. But there we are. My holiday, uh, by the way, was fantastic. Um, I would recommend where we were, but it's a terrible thing to do. Uh, it's already, you know, uh, got plenty of people there. Um, it's a big enough place that... that it doesn't tend to get crowded, and I kind of like to keep it that way. Um, now, since we got back, um, some strange things have happened. Um, noticeably, last night. Now, I'm putting it down to uh, us going out for a meal for the first time uh, yesterday, lunchtime, um, which is something that Jen and I have done for, for ages, Um Largely because when we first um, when we first had Henry, uh, we didn't have uh, a huge supply of babysitters. We didn't have family close by, and as musicians who played in the same band, we wanted to save up our sort of babysitting favours amongst friends for the occasions when we really needed them. So we tended um, to do something that that, that I think you know, shows up what we're like, uh, rather than either neither of us going out. Uh, or both of us going out and blowing um, that on a babysitter. We took it in turns to go out in the evening. Um, and then, during the day, if, if we were both available, we'd go out for lunch. And that became, if you like, uh, the way that we went on um, on a married couple's date, was to go out for lunch. And we've, we've done it ever since. Um, we've been bar- married now for the, well, for the best part of 30 years. And so going out for lunch means quite a lot to us. Now, whether it was that or whether it was the fact that um, finally my brain has has flipped itself, but at quarter to one in the morning last night, um, just as I was thinking about um, the fact that it's too late now and I really ought to go to bed, um, my creative brain switched on. Now, the problem with a creative brain switching on, of course, is you can't very well deny it. Um, if if I'd gone to bed there and then, I'd have been lying awake till 6am with the creativity swirling round and round in my brain, keeping me awake, and that's no use to anyone. So what I thought was, well, it's quarter to one. If I do what my brain wants me to, um, and I get that done and out of the way, then it's quite possible that I'll be in bed 
you know, by half past two. And that's a great deal better. And hopefully then I'll, I'll have a quiescent brain. I'll go to sleep. I'll get up at nine. I'll have had, you know, seven hours sleep-ish or somewhere around there. I'm not good at maths at one o'clock in the morning. And, you know, that, that, that sounds like something that's worthwhile doing. So I, I switched the microphone on and I got some instruments out and I, I, I fired up the, the multi-track recorder and I recorded a piece that came to me as I went along. And it was, it was something that's, that's very much uh, an account of the state of my brain during lockdown. Um, and I did lots of different little bits on it and I, I, I mixed it and having recorded it and mixed it, um, my brain was still full of, um, well, a flurry of, of, of activity. So um, I, I went on to Photoshop and I produced, oh, sorry, other graphics packages are available. So I went on to my... Um, <laughs> on onto my photo manipulation, I I produced a cover, uh, and then I uploaded it to my Bandcamp page, um, and and I thought, well, that's you know that's not bad, and I I, I having done all of that, um, I then shared it left, right, and centre, so that people have a chance to go and listen to it. So I got to bed, as I say, about half past two ish, and. You know, feeling I'd, I'd done everything that my brain had asked for me. And at this point, um, as you can possibly imagine, I lay awake <laughs> until six o'clock this morning um, with a, a brain full of um, with, with a brain full, full, full of creativity. So I got up this morning um, and I, 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 I dug out the track that I'd, I'd recorded uh, and I registered it with the Performing Rights Society and I stuck it up on the client that I use to put all my stuff on um, streaming media. So it's in the next week or so, it'll be on um, things like Spotify and Ad Ad Spotify, yeah, and Apple Music and, and, and um, Amazon Music and uh, whatever they call it. Naps, well, I don't know. I it's funny, actually, I never use them. Uh, other than to stick my own music on because there are other people out there who wouldn't hear it otherwise. Um, I despair of, of streaming uh, services and how much they, you know, how little they give the artists concerned uh, compared to how much they are, um, you know, becoming ubiquitous. Um, but there we are. It's one of those. It's one of those things, and I'm not looking to make money out of my music anyway at this this stage of life. And I'm I'm an old man, and I'm doing it for I'm doing it for the enjoyment that I get, which I think is in a lot of ways the best way to make art anyway. So anyway, I got up this morning and I did those things, and I then I went through to the kitchen and I got my 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 phone out. Um, and I looked at the washing machine, and the drum was going round. So I filmed <laughs> the washing machine drum going round, and then I, I uploaded it. Uh, so I'd got it on my laptop, um, and then I put it through um, a, a video um, editing package, and did all sorts of things to it to make sure that you wouldn't recognise it as a 
as, as a washing machine drum going round, which, of course, I now I've spilt the beans. Um, think of that as an, as an exclusive for people who listen to the podcast. Um, and then I put it up on YouTube. Um, and then, of course, the next thing you have to do is advertise that it's on YouTube. So we have to go around a whole set of uh, social media again. Um, but that's 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 a really big change for me from from the from well I haven't I hadn't actually recorded anything since February um, as a, a piece of performance um, with music involved um, unless you count the jingle at the front and at the end of this podcast so um, that's that's kind of what I've been up to um, and I I thought I'd I'd break with my habit on here of of producing just spoken word and and I would um I'd post this this piece of of music I mean the, a lot of it is spoken word to be fair um but this is called discomfort I'm in a box. Are I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm, I'm, I'm in a box. Um, I'm in a box. I'm, I'm in a box. Are you feeling comfortable? I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. Are you yeah, feeling comfortable? It's a box. I'm in it. It's a box. It's a box and I'm in a box and yeah, I'm I'm in a box and it's it's a box now. And you it's, it's a box. Feeling I'm in a box. Comfortable. I I am I'm, I'm in a in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. Feeling comfortable. In a box. And it, it's are you feeling comfortable? It's, it's a box. And I'm in a box. 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 Something's out of the line. I'm in a box. Something's not in a box. Right. I'm in a box. 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 Something's out of a line. I'm in a box. Something's not right. Something's out of alignment. Something's not right.
So that was Discomfort um, and was produced by me last night, uh, well, in the early hours of this morning, if you like. Um, and it's it's very much based on, on the state of my head uh, at the moment. Um, and and as in a lot of ways, I suppose that is what uh, any sort of art should be, a reflection of what the artist is feeling um, and an attempt to... Um, provoke reactions and, and give uh, responses or gain responses from people who are exposed to that art. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been rather odd. Um, as I say, the holiday did me a lot of good. Um, it's nice to be back. I'm I'm a bit wary still about going out. Uh, I'm certainly wearing my mask everywhere I go. Um, and it's it's an odd one when you look at pubs. Um, you know, my my local is running a very um, very controlled um, uh, look at um, how to to run the pub. It's it's um, you know uh, table service only, um, full blown spacing. Um, if you want to make sure of getting into the pub, you have to PM the landlord first, and he will reserve you a table. And you know, it's everything is being um, cleaned down and and sanitised um, all the time. And that that I think is a very sensible way of doing it. But I'm I'm still a little bit wary, if you know what I mean. Um, possibly because I'm old. Um, possibly because supposedly I'm I'm one of the at risk people. But also because I don't want, you know, if, if I've got it and I'm asymptomatic, I really don't want to be giving it to anyone else. And I think that's the, the, the crux of the matter. Um, diseases can be pretty horrible, um, particularly those that leave you debilitated. Um, and, and let's face it, um, in terms of debilitating diseases, um, I've had a couple. Um, and here's a little piece about one of those. You wouldn't believe the difference in temperature between an uninterrupted wind from the Urals and the inside of a sheep. <sighs> Going from one to the other is painful, and, to be honest, I'm not sure that it does much for the sheep either. On the other hand, it's life and death, both for the lamb and its mother. There are important noises to listen for the lamb snorting as it starts breathing and the mother crooning as it accepts its offspring. Both are vital. Now, there are things you can do if one of them is missing, but I'm going to claim those as trade secrets and move on. This is the third year I spent my Easter holidays on the Romney Marsh, lambing. It's giving me perspectives on the world that I haven't had before, and it's adding new skills. It's also exhausting, we lamb outside, in a big field, and the sheep outweigh me by a good thirty pounds. Two days later, and I'm coming off my long run trying to bowl fast. After one delivery, I'm out of breath. Well, this isn't right. I sit and watch the others in the nets, feeling frustrated and lousy. Once I've got my breath back, I have another go, but this time it's worse. Headache, 
sore throat, total lack of energy. I go back in and a friend gives me a hot toddy. Well, it helps, but it doesn't help. So I go to the sun, where there is a brief concern over the diseases of sheep. <sighs> a botched blood test destroys the veins in my right arm. But it confirms what I have and rules out the sheep. Another new beginning as I start the process of learning to live with glandular fever. So that was a piece on glandular fever and, and finding out that I had it and how um, and what the background was. It, it's kind of odd. If, if you're worrying, uh, San is short for sanatorium um, or sanitarium. I can never remember which. Uh, that's probably why we called it the San. Uh, and that's where the school nurse was. Um, I went to a boarding school, um, as you can probably tell from the fact that I, I, I'm a posh git. I actually know I've never felt like a posh git, um, really. It's it's it's, you know, <laughs> it's funny. I, I I I I don't I don't ever feel that I felt posh. I don't think I felt posh. I certainly didn't feel that I fitted in with the people I thought of as posh. Um, but yeah, that's that's where the sand comes from, uh, and that was the beginning of my the summer term of my first year sixth uh, form, um, and I missed. Well, I'm, I to be honest, I missed a good half year uh, of of A level studies, um, and I wasn't right uh, for the whole of that year, really. Um, looking back it would have been a good call to say no let's write this off um, and start again but um, hindsight's 2020 or not because 2020 is pretty rotten anyway um, that's me musing uh, and I do apologise now one of the things that I've discovered over the years um, is that I love the idea of writing novels but my talents <laughs> and I'm allowed to say I've got talents. Um, I, I'm, in fact, I get told off if I say I haven't. So uh, my talents, there we go, being positive, um, run much more towards short fiction. Uh, and I, I saw, um, I saw some people talking about writing no, uh, a novella in flash fiction form, and I thought, well, flash fiction is something that I do a lot of, uh, and seems to be something that, that that suits me, I wonder if I could write uh, a, a novel um, using um, flash fiction style for the individual scenes and then effectively tell, tell the whole story in a series of, of flash scenes that end up being a, a novella or or a long short story, or, or or even a novel, I mean, if I, if I keep going. And so this is the, um, this is the first uh, piece I wrote for this. It's actually um, two pieces of flash um, stuck together um, to give you an idea of how it works. Um, so, because that was what I was trying to do, was here is, here is two pieces of flash, um, do they hang together? Uh, does it make sense? Is this a way that I can 
if I'm a good boy and put my head down and write a novel. Um, and so here is um, here is the first two pieces uh, of my novel, um, which in the, the, the moment is just called Aurelian. So this is Aurelian 1. It is far too easy, Aurelian thinks, to become despondent. It is also far too easy, when despondency strikes, to self-medicate with wine, with predictable and unfortunate mourning consequences. The phone rings. Aurelian glares at it. But when it doesn't burst into flame, he sighs and picks it up. Pepper! Hello, my name is Adrian, and I'm calling you from the security department of Windows about a problem with your computer. Listen, you postulant cretin, if that's the best scam, there is a click, as hello, my name is Adrian, puts the phone down. Aurelian smiles. He puts food in the cat's bowl, fills the kettle, switches it on, and then lifts down the hangover special mug that holds over a pint. He drops a tea bag into the depths, following it with sweeteners, water, and then milk. He stirs, decides to leave the tea bag in, and takes a mouthful. Then he looks at his watch. Damn it! Horatio looks up from his food bowl with the sort of disdain that only a cat can muster. I'm late, Horatio. I'm going to have to shave in the car. Aurelian drains as much of his tea as he can picks up his electric razor from the charger, grabs his bag and runs. Horatio watches him go. He looks at the food, licks a paw, uses it to wipe his mouth, and then stalks through to the other room, where he curls up in the middle of the unmade bed and goes to sleep. So, the majority's subservience to an uncaring landlord makes them complicit in their own situation, while the lone revolutionary is powerless without their support. That he behaves as he does when he knows he is on his own shows up either his desperation or the fact that he is an idiot. Alternatively, it's a story about some squirrels and an owl with pretty pictures. Aurelian looks round his A-level English class. They're all taking notes. He shakes his head. Kids these days, he thinks, have no sense of humour. It's the last day before Christmas holidays. We've just read Squirrel Nutkin, and they're taking notes. OK, your homework over the holiday is to draw comparisons between the social commentary in Beatrix Potter and the works of Friedrich Engels, paying particular attention to the difference made by the lack of illustration in Engels' work. You might like to bring in the use of animals in Orwell's Animal Farm as a discussion point. There's a chorus of, Oh, sirs, and do we have twos? Finally. Of course you don't. Don't be daft. For starters, it's not on the curriculum, and for another thing, it's Christmas. Aurelian smiles. Have a good holiday. Don't do anything too daft, and I'll see you in January. He watches them leave all scarves and backpacks, chatting happily about the parties that they're going to this evening. Aurelian wonders whether he can get out of the party he's supposed to be going to. Fifty-odd teachers in a pub at the end of term? Probably not. He packs up his books, locks the cupboard, and turns off the light. 
Merry Christmas, Aurelian, he says in the darkness. So that was Aurelian 1. Um, as I say, two pieces of flash uh, as the start of... Um, as the start of 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 a, a a novel made up of very short scenes, um, or or at least uh, made up of pieces of flax fiction, um, I've run on and on. I do apologise. This is getting quite long now. So um, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you don't mind me sticking in extras and getting a bit more um, long-winded. Um, and uh, well, yeah, in, enjoy your opportunities to get out of lockdown if you have them please still take care um and and seriously do wear a mask um if only for the protection of other people all right my lovelies i shall see you next time um in the meantime well you know what this has been uh, and here comes the jingle to tell you That was Between Mountains and Sea, a podcast dealing with what it's like to be a creative person living in North West Wales. Music